Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, creating a brighter outlook for the future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, ensuring that you receive the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. And here's our update for today, Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. New Relic has launched Grok, a generative AI assistant that enables engineering teams to monitor and improve their software stacks using natural language prompts. It comes embedded in the New Relic platform and uses OpenAI's large language models to provide a simple chat interface, allowing engineers of any level of experience to type in queries and receive answers to help them isolate and fix issues quickly. The tool can analyze telemetry and context across an entire software stack to suggest underlying causes and resolution steps. In other news related to AI, India's technology ecosystem is lagging behind global leaders in the field of generative AI, with no homegrown contenders emerging to challenge dominant language model titans. While India has over 1,500 AI-based startups, the country still lags in the AI innovation battle due in part to a skills gap among the workforce. Industry insiders warn that the advent of generative AI could displace many service jobs. However, with upskilling and resource optimization, the services sector stands to benefit the most, according to experts. Startups are also stepping up to lead the charge in the generative AI space. Continuing with the topic of AI, a surreal AI-generated beer commercial titled Synthetic Summer recently went viral on Instagram. Created by a London-based production company called PrivateIsland.tv, the 30-second video likely used Runway's new Gen 2 AI model to create short video clips based on written prompts. Although still primitive, AI video generators are becoming more sophisticated as their creators train the models. The video's impressionistic portrayal of beer commercials likely comes from absorbing the essence of real commercials in Gen 2's dataset, which has not been disclosed. However, both Synthetic Summer and an AI-generated video for a fictional restaurant show that generative AI still requires human initiative and assembly. Continuing our AI coverage, Jeffrey Hinton, known as the godfather of AI, has quit his job at Google to warn about the dangers of technology and ensure that his concerns do not impact the company itself. He expressed concerns about how uncontrolled development of AI could lead to fake news overload, loss of jobs, and even AI writing its own code. Over 2,000 industry experts and executives in North America have called for a six-month pause in the training of systems more powerful than ChatGPT's successor, GPT-4, to ensure their risks will be manageable. The EU is moving closer to adopting the world's first AI law by a major regulatory body. Continuing our AI coverage, NVIDIA Graphics Research is debuting 20 research papers at the upcoming SeaGraph conference in Los Angeles, showcasing their advancements in generative AI and neural graphics. The research includes models that turn text into personalized images, transform still images into 3D objects, simulate complex 3D elements with stunning realism, and generate real-time, AI-powered visual details. These innovations will enable developers and artists to bring their ideas to life in a hyper-realistic or fantastical way both in 2D or 3D. NVIDIA regularly shares its researchers' innovations with developers on GitHub, incorporating them into products such as the NVIDIA Omniverse platform for building and operating metaverse applications, and NVIDIA Picasso, a foundry for custom generative AI models for visual design. And now with another AI story. 92% of businesses use AI-driven personalization to drive growth, but only 41% of consumers are comfortable with it, according to a report by Twilio Segment. 
The report highlights the importance of building customer loyalty through personalized experiences from high volumes of real-time data. However, the lack of trust in how brands use their data for AI-powered personalization creates a divide between business enthusiasm and consumer confidence. Building consumer trust in AI-driven personalization requires transparency about data collection practices and giving consumers greater control over their personal information. Expanding on our coverage of AI, IBM CEO Arvind Krishna has announced that the company will slow down hiring for back-office positions and departments such as HR and plans to automate around 30% of the 26,000 non-customer-facing roles in IBM's workforce over a five-year period which is approximately 7,800 jobs. However, IBM is still hiring for revenue-generating roles, customer-facing positions, and software development roles. The decision to automate highlights the potential disposability of the workforce. The recent research shows that AI could supplement labor by optimizing both artificial intelligence and human workers. Also AI News Amsterdam-based tech investor process has successfully deployed generative AI while being mindful of potential dangers, such as copyright infringement and hallucinations. The company, which operates across a range of sectors, initially used AI for fraud detection and recommendation engines before developing its own language models to categorize food menus and analyze financial news releases. More recently, the company has explored ultra-large language models for more generative purposes, including creating a digital assistant chatbot called Plus One that runs on group-wide Slack channels. Continuing with the latest in AI news, LinkedIn is testing a new feature for its premium subscribers that generates personalized messages to hiring managers using AI. The feature creates brief, cover letter-style messages based on a user's LinkedIn profile and collates information in a professional-sounding appeal. However, users are advised to edit the draft to make it their own and convey their voice. The messaging feature is only available to premium members, and the rollout will take time. While large language models can produce fluid text quickly on any subject, they cannot yet achieve accuracy or write inspiring prose. Now transitioning to Apple updates, Apple and Google have agreed upon a set of industry-wide specifications that would make Bluetooth devices detectable by both iOS and Android, which could help eliminate device-enabled stalking. The proposed universal settings would enable automatic alerts and allow users to look up the serial number of a device, which could be used by police to find stalkers. However, some anti-stalking advocates have criticized the move, saying that the companies still need to implement and adopt these protocols. Additionally, there are millions of old trackers currently in use that can't receive any hardware updates. In other Apple-related news, Apple is reportedly testing its new Maps features in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Slovakia, marking the 19th expansion since the all-new mapping was launched in September 2018. The revamped version boasts improved navigation and far greater detail. Apple has been gradually rolling out the updates around the world, with the latest locations expected to be officially announced at WWDC. Moving on to the next Apple-related topic, Apple has announced plans to digitize government-issued identification cards in its wallet app, allowing users to use their iPhone or Apple Watch as a valid form of identification at select TSA checkpoints and contactless terminals. While only three states currently support IDs in Wallet, there are many more additional states and territories exploring support for the feature. Digital IDs offer improved convenience and privacy, with users being able to verify their age without revealing personal information like their birth date or home address. Continuing on the topic of Apple, Apple Pay has expanded to Guatemala and El Salvador in partnership with local banks, Banco Pro America and BAC Credomatic, 
following its recent launch in South Korea. The service allows iPhone and Apple Watch users to pay for goods using their devices both in stores and online, and customers of the two banks can add Visa and MasterCard credit and debit cards to the app. The latest version of the operating system should be installed on devices, as well as the latest version of the bank's app. Continuing our Apple coverage, the article discusses the evolution of Apple's foray into the financial industry over the past decade, from the launch of Apple Pay to the recent introduction of Apple Pay Later and the Apple Card Savings Account. The author reflects on their previous suggestion that Apple could become a bank and notes that with the company now holding banking licenses, the idea seems less far-fetched. The popularity of existing Apple financial products is attributed to the company's branding and ease of use. Moving on to Apple and Google introduced standard updates, Apple and Google have jointly submitted a proposed specification to prevent stalking using devices such as AirTag or Tile Trackers. The specification was developed based on feedback from device manufacturers, safety and advocacy groups, and has received support from Samsung, Tile, Chipolo, Ufi, and Pebblebee. Although there are few details about the standard, it is intended to make it easier for a wide range of devices to be used in stopping unwanted tracking, both in terms of trackers that are more easily detected and a wider range of other devices facilitating their detection. Shifting to clean energy innovations updates, Germany has opened Europe's first solar panel roof-covered cycling path, a 300-meter-long installation featuring over 900 translucent glass solar panels, generating around 280 megawatt-hours of solar power per year. The project by SolarWatt aims to rethink photovoltaics and sees an untapped potential in existing infrastructure such as parking lots, paths, and roads. While Germany may have increased coal consumption for energy independence, its goal is to reach climate neutrality by 2045, five years ahead of the EU target. The modules used in the bike lane project have general technical approval from the German Institute for Building Technology without any restriction for private and public projects. In other clean energy innovations news, Ford is lowering the starting prices of its electric Mustang Mach-E by $1,000 to $4,000, making the vehicle's cost range between $42,995 and $59,995. This move comes as the automaker increases production of the crossover and reopens order banks for the vehicle. The price reduction aligns with other EV manufacturers who have also cut prices in the market. In addition, Ford will power standard range models of the Mach-E with lithium-iron phosphate batteries instead of lithium-ion, adding extra horsepower and range. Blue Crew's hands-free driver assistance system will be available on all Mustang Mach-E models. Moving on to the next clean energy innovations-related topic, New York is set to become the first state in the U.S. to pass a law banning fossil fuel combustion in most new buildings. The statewide ban would eliminate gas stoves, furnaces and propane heating, replacing them with climate-friendly appliances such as heat pumps and induction stoves. The law is expected to take effect in 2026 for most new buildings under seven stories and in 2029 for larger buildings. The move follows legislation passed by New York City in 2021 that bans natural gas hookups in new buildings by the end of this year. The ban could prevent up to 6.1 million metric tons of carbon emissions by 2040. However, Some critics argue it could trigger higher costs for buildings that use electricity for heat compared with those that use gas. Turning our attention to climate progress updates, the warming of the oceans due to climate change is endangering the rich and diverse ecosystem in the twilight zone, or mesopelagic layer, which spans a depth of 200 to 1,000 meters. The article highlights how this zone is crucial for regulating the Earth's carbon cycle and supporting the food chain. 
but its inhabitants are highly vulnerable to changes in temperature and oxygen levels. The consequences of losing these species could have devastating impacts on the ocean's health and human livelihoods. Now transitioning to rockets updates, Rocket Lab has become the world's second largest launcher by volume, flying more boosters than any company besides SpaceX. The firm has achieved this with its Electron rocket, which has a maximum payload of 300 kilograms to low Earth orbit. However, Rocket Lab CEO Peter Beck has been inventive about use cases for the small rocket and recently announced a new venture using it as a testbed for hypersonic technologies. The rocket will be modified with a kick stage that allows payloads up to 600 kilograms and high cadence flight capability, opening up possibilities for hypersonic missile testing and advancing the field in the United States. In other rockets-related news, SpaceX CEO Elon Musk stated that the company's Starship vehicle could be ready for its second launch in six to eight weeks. Despite encountering several issues on its debut flight, SpaceX considered it a success and is taking measures to prevent similar incidents in the future. The next mission will have the same goal as the first, sending Starship's upper stage partway around Earth and landing it near Hawaii. However, SpaceX will need to secure another launch license from the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration and ensure the flight termination system has been requalified before proceeding with the launch. Moving on to science news, Eli Lilly's Alzheimer's treatment donate map has been shown to significantly slow the progression of the disease in clinical trial data released by the company. Patients who received the monthly antibody infusion during an 18-month study demonstrated a 35% slower decline in memory, thinking, and their ability to perform daily activities compared with those who did not receive the treatment, according to Eli Lilly's data. However, the treatment's benefits will have to be weighed against the risk of brain swelling and bleeding that can be serious and even fatal in rare cases. The company plans to apply for FDA approval as soon as this quarter. Shifting to space updates, NASA's Shadow Cam, a hypersensitive camera aboard a Korean lunar orbiter, has captured detailed images of the moon's permanently shadowed regions. The images offer a rare glimpse of potential landing sites for upcoming crewed Artemis missions to the lunar surface and reveal possible locations of water ice. Some parts of the moon have been cloaked in darkness for more than 2 billion years, never seeing the light of the sun, making them of great interest to scientists. Shadow Cam is significantly more light-sensitive than other imaging instruments, allowing it to capture unprecedented views of the hidden lunar terrain. Next up in space news, NASA has successfully produced oxygen using simulated lunar soil, or regolith, in a vacuum. The test involved melting down the moon dust in a reactor to produce carbon monoxide, from which oxygen can be separated. This capability is crucial to support NASA's plans of a long-term lunar outpost as part of the Artemis program, which aims to sustain missions indefinitely on the moon's surface by harvesting and using on-location resources, called in situ resource utilization, ISRU. The success of the test has certified the technology at level 6 on NASA's technical readiness standard scale, making it ready for an actual space mission. Taking a look at more space updates, the search for extractable ice on Mars is ongoing, as it is a crucial ingredient for sustaining human stays and for scientific research. Access to ice could save billions of dollars for human missions and provide valuable information about Martian planetary evolution. Scientists are searching for shallow ice that is accessible with shovels or bulldozers at low latitudes and in safe landing zones far from steep slopes or high elevations. However, the International Mars Ice Mapper mission, IMIM, to scout for reservoirs of ice has been removed from the NASA budget, delaying the quest for a Mars-wide survey. And now with another space story, 
the James Webb Space Telescope has detected water vapor around a distant rocky planet, GJ486b, using transmission spectroscopy. While this could indicate the presence of an atmosphere around the exoplanet, astronomers caution that the vapor could be coming from the planet's host star instead. GJ486b orbits a red dwarf star and takes less than 1.5 Earth days to orbit its star, and is probably tidally locked to it. Red dwarfs emit violent radiation when young, potentially making their planets inhospitable to life. The discovery of an atmosphere on a hot rocky planet would represent a major breakthrough in exoplanet science. In more news related to space, NASA has released a new animation that highlights the sizes of some of the largest supermassive black holes in the universe. The animation showcases the smallest black hole, J1601 plus 3113 with 100,000 solar masses, as well as TUN 618, which is 60 billion times the mass of the Sun. The animation also features Sagittarius A and M87, two popular black holes. NASA's new visualization helps understand the enormity of these cosmic entities and how galaxies merge to create massive black holes. In other space-related news, the SETI Institute has announced that the Very Large Array, VLA, in New Mexico will be used to search for radio signals from extraterrestrial civilizations, known as technosignatures. The VLA, which is made up of 27 radio dishes, will use a new processing system named COSMIC to study radio signals from approximately 10 million star systems, making the search 1,000 times more comprehensive than previous searches. The system was tested against radio signals from the Voyager 1 spacecraft and the VLA successor, the next generation Very Large Array, is set to begin scientific observations in 2029. Expanding on our coverage of space, NASA has shared a new Hubble photo of NGC 4395, a safer galaxy with an insanely bright active galactic nucleus located 14 million light-years from Earth. The photo shows the galaxy's central region and reveals that its AGN is much lower luminosity compared to other galaxies of this type. NGC 4395 is also a dwarf galaxy lacking a distinctive bulge found in the center of many other galaxies of this type. The study of galaxies like NGC 4395 helps astronomers better understand black holes and their role in the universe. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Be sure to tune in again next time as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.